This movie. It people love it. What a what a popular love movie. They I, love yeah. this. I walked to remember. I did not know how popular this movie was. People love this movie. I was a little I was sh- shaken by it. I was I was shook. This is not my I will say this is not maybe my kind of movie because I like a comedy. I don't like I don't like sad things, but right. like I understand why people like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do not understand why people like us. <laughs> right, yeah, that's definitely a question you, that's up in the air. And if you're still listening. Wow, thanks so much for listening. Are you just using us to go to sleep? That's okay. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. if you are, welcome to Potterage. Welcome to Potterage. <laughs> <laughs> So we're doing we're doing another uh, another movie this week. Yeah, we your hosts. It's, uh, it's I'm movies. Emily. That's Joe over there. Yes, I'm Joe, and and that's Emily. We've over got there. our producer Dan in the studio. Producer Dan's here. Yeah, he's there. Uh, he's we're here at in. the Patrage Mansion studio. We're here. Yes. Uh, and, and we're talking to Walk to Remember. Yeah, summer at the movies. It'll be for a talk Potterage. to remember. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know if you're familiar with. Uh, if you're from the the way that this i guess we should just say how this relates to entourage maybe why it's in an entourage yeah yeah yeah. uh, because we're taking we're taking a Uh, walk uh away from entourage but we're not we're not straying far right this is all this is there's a lot of talk of a walk to remember in entourage yeah um so for if anybody's coming into this wondering if they just you know did a search on on itunes for a walk to remember they're like hey i want to listen to couple people talk about my my favorite movie or you know this classic from 2002 we're gonna Um, do our best to satisfy that need yeah also but know that we came to this from an entourage perspective right the way that this relates to entourage is in the show uh vincent chase the main character Mm. develops uh a stalkerish crush on mandy moore Mm mm-hmm um, they got cast to be in the film Aquaman, directed by James Cameron. Um, and there's a lot of tension because they had worked together previously on a film when they were both very young, uh, which was A Walk to Remember. A Walk to Remember. And the main character, Vince, ended up uh, you know, kind of stalking Mandy for a little bit and ended up getting kicked off the film. Right, and obviously cut out of it. Yeah, well... We assume. I, who, I do not. Yeah, I think it's do left you think open that to interpretation. Are you saying that? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I always assumed that they they had to live with the cut of a walk to remember that exists in our universe. But maybe right. in their universe, he was just in it. But I, I feel like, like as an extra, or something, like maybe they could Photoshop him in retroactively. But I think he had a, a part. I think he was one of the boys. Yeah. Well, I think that that's what he would have been, and they must have just reshot it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I guess he, he would have been had so to have scenes people. with her. So my guess is one of the boys in drama club. Right. Yeah, or like one of I the people like so. on the bus that like goes to the disadvantaged middle school and teaches geometry. <laughs> this um, movie, it truly is the entourage of... Of Nicholas Sparks. Nicholas Sparks movies. <laughs> Jamie didn't belong. Nice sweater. Thank you. She was misunderstood. <laughs> so what's your deal? You don't care what people think about you? No. She would change him forever. I need help with my work. You're asking me for help? Please. OK. 
Landon Carter is coming here. Dad, I'm not a child. <laughs> Where have you been? Nowhere, man. Hey, Carter. So I'll see you after school? I'm in your dreams. Welcome to the planet. Listen, Jamie, I was hoping we could... We see good friends. Exactly. It's like you're reading my mind. Great. Um, maybe you could read mine. Dare you to... Maybe you're just too scared that someone might actually want to be with you. And why would that scare me? Because you want to be with me, too. I was getting along with everything fine, and then you happened. I might kiss you. I might be bad at it. It's not possible. Um, so we're talking A Walk to Remember today. Uh, 2000 came out in 2002. Directed by Adam Shankman. I didn't realize. Did you? Do you know who Adam Shankman is? Yeah, yeah. He was a judge on So You Think You Can Dance for seven years. He's a really famous oh, like really? Broadway choreographer. He directed the 2007 movie version of Hairspray, I think. Right, yeah. He definitely directed that movie. I just, I don't know if it was 2007. I think so. He did. I kind of, I didn't realize that. I was just looking at the films that he directed. So right before Walk to Remember, his first film was The Wedding Planner. Yeah, that's right, because he has a production company with his sister right. called Offspring Productions. Looking at the list of films that he's directed, you would think, okay, he had a shot, and he like we just can't do another one with him. You'd think a studio would be like, all right, like you had. What like, are you, you talking about? He's had. They're all like hits. Oh, the wedding what? planner, a walk to remember, and the, then well, the amount early of money that those things have made after a walk to remember. We're talking Bringing Down the House with Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. Uh, one the, of my parents' favorite movies, I'm the pretty Pacifier sure. The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. Top Notch Super by the Dozen 2. Hairspray. Right. Yeah. Uh, a movie called Bedtime Stories. Never heard of it. Oh, that's an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, Zach Efron. Oh, this is a funnier die. Um, Bedtime Stories is an Adam Sandler movie? Oh, it is. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know why stressed. I'm encyclopedic about Adam Shankman of all things in the world, but here we are. Rock of Ages. I didn't see that, but the Broadway musical was very popular. And most recently, oh no, in 2019, he directed What Men Want. The oh no, that was really, that one really crashed. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's got to end it. But and you never got, know. I mean. He has six movies in development. So well, I mean, you would think. Like I said, like, he's very famous. Like he's really like, uh, right. even if his movies are, they're populist, but that's, but he's good at that. Right. You know? I saw that he does like a lot of choreography. Um, so in the nineties he did like choreography on just like miscellaneous. Yeah. I think uh, that he choreographed films. for Adam family's Adam's family values. He did. Which is he like the, you, you know, the dance in that, the, what's that called? Mamushka. The, the mamushka. Oh, the mamushka. <laughs> Well, that's the first one, I think. Oh, is right? it? Is it? Is oh, it? no, no. The Mamushka's... Yeah. Yeah, Family yeah, Values. Right. It is, yeah. He's Which a, is, like, I would say one of the most, like, a very beloved dance scene. We He's also uh, lent his dance moves to... is the first one. Oh. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yes. The turkey, the turkey dance. Oh, uh, the famous turkey dance that is still good yeah still good still counts well we're also gonna talk well he also did weekend at bernie's 2 oh the flintstones movie Uh oh um tank girl casper congo Mm. the relic george of the jungle now he didn't now he picks up boogie nights anastasia yeah the animated film yeah well someone's got to put together the dancing and then we take a bit of a dip again. Scream 2. 
Nothing wrong with that. Almost Heroes. Sure, I'm aware of that. The classic film. Oh, the you Almost, know Heroes? Almost Heroes. Oh, it's a classic. I've seen this fucking movie. Like I saw this in theaters uh, with like two other people in there. It's Chris Farley and Matthew Perry as like uh, two guys who are going up against Lewis and Clark to uh, head west, basically. Oh. Uh, this movie came out post Farley death. It was like his last oh, movie. No. So, and I was a big Farley fan. So I just went and saw it and I was yeah. like, oh, this is not the one you want to go out on, buddy. We all make mistakes. You know, you don't think you're going to die between. Yeah. <laughs> between things, you know? So many other 90s movies. Ants, She's All That, Blast from the Past, Forces of Nature, Out of Towners, Inspector Gadget, Dudley Do Right. Yeah, Deuce, see, this is what I mean. He's just, he's worked on everything. And he's just like very, like, He's like fun. He's like a fun dude, and the, yeah. the, he's real okay. fun on Dancing with the or on So You Think You Can Dance. Uh, he he knows what he's doing. Okay, I don't know. I mean, but it's true that maybe like I don't know. Not everyone gets a ton of shots, right? To do it right, you know. Um, but I guess when you have a few hits, people give you a little more. Yeah, I guess benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's got a, yeah. So this is this is the thing with this movie. What a divide. Of, uh, yeah, between critics and like the people, I was shocked. Between the one percenters and yeah. the the one percenters, yes, all those film <laughs> the critics that are one the percenters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked when I saw that this had a seven point four on IMDb, um, yeah. which well, is people crazy high. I mean, uh, for something like for a film like this, um, I expected this to be like a four or something. Yeah. Uh, and then the Rotten Tomatoes score is fucking wild. It has a 27% from the critics. Right. 78 audience score. Yeah. Which yeah. is such a huge gap. Yeah. They love it. They fucking love this movie. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, kn- I knew this. I, I know so many people that love it. it well, just... who's in this movie? Uh, we got Mandy Moore. We got the Shane Andy. West. Shane West. We got Peter Coyote. Peter Coyote. We that, got we got Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. And that's it. Those are those are the four main prince those are the four main leads. Uh and was there anybody else like that was more of like a supporting role that went on to anything more I don't significant? Think so. I don't, there was yeah. no one that's like really that really sticks out as being like, Oh wait, who's that? Yeah. Um, that I can think of, unless there's anything you caught. No, I didn't see anybody. Um, I was shocked when it was Peter Coyote in this. Uh, and then Daryl Hannah wasted in this film, I feel like. Yeah, although, I mean, like, she seems like she comes off nice. Like, there's nothing wrong with her character, but it just, yeah, it's not, like, uh, built out very much. I think the whole thing with him, him having a problem with his dad and, like, living with his mom is a little underdeveloped, if I were to criticize anything about the... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you were to... <laughs> that's the one thing... Well, uh, a lot. There's a lot more. I'm dancing. I'm dancing around. I'm nervous about not saying nice things about this. movie. I think people know, like that this movie. Well, it's is yeah. A it's I, like it's there's it's fun, right? But this isn't as beloved. I feel like if we were to do a podcast about the Notebook and talk shit about the Notebook, then we'd be in trouble. People would be very and unhappy with good with reason that. because I mean Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdam make that thing work, right? And I I think that this movie. If people go back and watch this now, yeah, I think they have the memory of it being like this amazing film. You know, they were in high school or they were, you know, younger. And it was like one of their first romantic films that they ever saw dealing with such like a serious topic. 
No, if they watch it now, I think they'll see the the faults. Uh, the faults in these stars. <laughs> should, I, should I walk myself out of here? <laughs> um, yeah, I I see what you're saying. Um, it, no, you can stay, but don't do that again. Uh, <laughs> it truly was a walk to remember. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's not the most deftly adapted Nicholas Sparks movie. Uh, it's still got his empathy, right? And it's a love story, right? About teens, right? And it's based off of a, it's true a tearjerker story. Is it? Uh, yeah. So this is based off of so Nicholas Sparks' uh, sister had developed cancer and. Uh, very similar situation occurred what? Uh, where she got married very quickly. Um, and he wrote this after that and dedicated it to her. Aww. So the book and the film are both dedicated to her. Uh, so based off of like a true event in his life, um, you know, so it's not, so th- that justifies a lot most of, of the absurd. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's all the kind of housekeeping up top. You want to, do you want to, I'll, um, I can read a little summary of it. Or yeah, we should to? read, uh, we could do like the synopsis. We could just summarize the whole, the whole damn thing up top. All right. So here we go. In Beaufort, North Carolina, popular and rebellious teenager Landon Carter and his friends have partaken in underage drinking on school grounds. They lure a new student, Clay Geffert, uh, to a factory in the hopes of pranking him with the facade that this is an initiation task into their friendship group. That's an interesting way to put it, okay? Into their friend group. It's better than their enemy group. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, in- the initiation into their enemy group is much worse. Uh, however, Clay becomes seriously injured, which is brought to the attention of the school principal through law enforcement. In an effort to avoid law involvement, the school principal gives Landon the choice of being expelled from the school or completing several service projects, which include weekend tutoring, janitorial duties, and participation in the school play. Choosing the latter, Landon is further acquainted with Jamie Sullivan, the local uh, reverend's daughter. He never befriended her due to the status quo at the high school, though he has known her most of his life, because Landon's popular and she's not popular. She wears the same cardigan all the time. Uh, Landon begins to struggle with the play and reluctantly seeks guidance from Jamie, who agrees to help him on the condition that he won't fall in love with her. (laughs) Uh, One of the best delivered lines of the movie. But Landon dismisses it as a foolish idea. They begin practicing together at her house after school. A bond begins to form between the two until Jamie realizes that Landon wants to keep their friendship a secret from others, so she decides to distance herself from him. On the opening night of the play, Jamie astounds Landon and the audience with her voice and beauty. When Jamie finishes singing towards the end, Landon kisses her. Afterwards, Jamie avoids Landon until his friends play a cruel prank on her. In opposition to his friends, he defends her and she eventually warms up to him again. Landon asks Jamie to go on a date, to which Jamie reveals that she's not allowed to date. Landon visits the church in order to ask her father for permission. Jamie's father is initially hesitant, but agrees. Their first date is a huge success and leads to another. Their relationship strengthens and all seems well. During a date, however, Jamie confesses that she isn't making any plans for the future because she has leukemia and hasn't been responding to treatment. Jamie's condition grows worse and she gets sent to the hospital. Upon learning of her condition, Landon's friends come to him and apologize for their past treatment of Jamie and offer their support. 
While she is admitted, Jamie gives Landon a book that once belonged to her deceased mother and tells him that Landon is her angel. Unbeknownst to Landon, Jamie is given private home care by Landon's estranged father to relieve her father's financial burden. Uh, to relieve her father's financial burden. Landon builds a telescope for Jamie to see a one-time comet in the springtime, and with help from Jamie's father, he finishes it in time to give Jamie a beautiful view of the comet. It is then that Landon asks her to marry him. Jamie tearfully accepts, and they get married in the church where her mother was married. Uh, Landon reflects that their very last summer together was spent as man and wife, and that she had died soon after. Uh, years later, Landon reveals to Beaufort, returns to Beaufort to visit v- Jamie's father, revealing that he had been accepted into medical school. Landon laments that Jamie was never able to witness a miracle, to which Jamie's father replies that the miracle was Landon himself. Hereafter, Landon expresses sorrow over Jamie's passing, but describes their love like the wind. He can't see it, but he can feel it. So I know, um, you know, when I was in high school and I was hanging out with the boys, uh, you know, when we wanted to initiate a new guy into the group. To the friendship group? Oh, yeah, to our friendship group. We drive on out to the the old abandoned mill. And and, put their uh, life in danger. Yeah, we make them dive into uh, three feet of water. Uh, from way from, above. Yeah, from 20 feet yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you can survive that, if your spine doesn't shatter, yeah, then you're in the group. Yeah, you're if in, your baby. your spine does shatter. Then fuck you. You're out. You're not in the friend group. You're your spine's forever. not cool enough. Yeah, you'll never walk again. <laughs> Sorry. It's a risk. We were that badass. That was wild. That that opening scene was like, when I, I immediately was like, I don't even remember watching that scene the first time around. But I mean, yeah. I must have seen it before. But it just, like I saw the guy that was like clearly the nice kid that like wanted to be a part of their friend group right and was like don't do it like whatever it is don't do it oh yeah like how did he not know like if he well i mean like he asked how deep is it that's when i was like this kid's gonna die tonight yeah um he didn't die he didn't die, but then we fast forward to like, him in the hospital. There's very little talk about what did t- what did happen to him, though, because it seems yeah. like he's maybe paralyzed, but it's unclear. But the injuries were on his face. Like you only see like a bloody face. Yeah, like it looks like he must have had like a concussion in the water. But then also, when Landon does go to apologize to him when he's on his being yeah. a better person streak, uh, he doesn't move. He doesn't move below his neck. Yeah. And I don't know if that's if he's supposed to be paraplegic now or if it's like I think it's, or that's quadriplegic. I still. think this is like you know the end of Lost in Translation. It's up for us to decide. Yeah. It's uh, what does it mean? Only Sofia Coppola knows. That's true. Uh, yeah, weird hospital too. Uh, not 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 a regular hospital that you would. No. Uh, all the hospitals in this movie are very uh, homey. Yeah, uh, you know there was a. Is that what it's like in North Carolina? I think they have normal hospitals that have think, but... you know don't have. It looked like a converted hotel with like a hospital bed inside of I it. I bet it's really. You know what? I've had to do this before for things, and it is. It's hard to get a room that looks like a hospital room for a shoot. Well, they used um, so trivia on this. Uh, they shot this in North Carolina. Um, on location, but they use the same sets as Dawson's Creek. Hmm. So a lot of the sets are just like redressed uh, from when they were shooting. Um, so specifically, I think the hospital and then some parts of the school and stuff wow. were all, you know. They're all like just pieces of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, basically. Because they had like one studio there at the time. Pieces uh, of my yeah. shattered heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's wild. So 
so after so after that kid so after um clay right mm-hmm. he injures himself uh there's a police chase quick police chase yeah. where landon crashes his car being chased by the one cop in town yeah which is wild because it's like he's already got you man like yeah he's not going it's done and there are a bunch of problems with this because also he's leading him away from the body that at this point it's like is clay dead yeah, there, like, and you got to tell the police, man. There's yeah. a kid that could be dying over there. You got to. Yeah. It's so much worse for you if he dies. Like, <laughs> you got to handle this. Well, I think it was good. Also, he it's crashed. worse for Clay, but like, it's you know. Well, yeah, Clay. Eh, fuck him. Who cares? Nobody cares about Clay. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, no one in this movie <laughs> seems to care about Clay. Like they never <laughs> seem to have any remorse. Like they're just like, uh, we cool. <laughs> yeah, even the principal. His so his sentence. This is like something where you'd be like. I know it didn't happen on school grounds, so I don't even know how the principal can, like... None of that made any sense. Because especially, like, all of the punishments that he gives him are, like... Especially, th- like, being in drama club is not a punishment. So yeah. his punishment... So he doesn't yeah, get... Okay, so, so he yeah, gets so a, the kid's He goes to jail dead. for, like... That. For a night, Overnight. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, he tells this whole story about how he, like, saw clay already in the water and like right. went to save him and then just got spooked and tried to run away right and everyone's like you're the king of bullshit man and yeah. he's like i know yeah he's very proud of the fact that he got away and this kid is uh a cripple which does not speak well of his character yeah we hate him immediately yeah uh, uh so he, he he injures himself during the police chase oh, he crashes yeah. into these barrels uh and then and hurts then his leg milks it with crutches oh yeah. when convenient to him for the rest of the next like right <laughs> half hour to an hour yeah and they have a mic i love this scene so he gets sentenced to do like community service type activities to like clean you know the school like clean stuff do janitorial stuff amongst like tutoring kids and joining the drama club yeah so there's the scene where he is like trying to like sweep up or mop and he's got like the one crutch and he like can't really do it yeah so maybe just let him skip that part uh we also we skipped over a very important scene i think oh do we the the in church the next day i guess like the next scene after he crashes into the barrel is like the pre is the oh right yeah preaching and then we see mandy for the first time and she comes out and sings and is very clearly oh, right. lip syncing that's right and looking straight at our barrel boy what a an excuse this scene is what a lovely excuse to get a mandy Moore track in <laughs> they the way I, that they fit her to, songs in is not seamless yeah it's what I would say. I guess it's a good way to introduce the character uh, more so than yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other well, guy. It's, I mean, they certainly, yeah, like it does the job. We've got the yeah. Reverend. We've got Mandy. We've got all the kids in church like looking at each other like, ooh, ooh. We've got right. the, the Reverend is like, thank goodness that boy didn't die. So right. we immediately know that the boy didn't die. Right. But uh, what happened to him? What else? There's so many other things that could happen. Know. It's not just life or death. There's middle ground. That's between us and Sophia Coppola. Uh, um, oh, quick trivia. The car that Shane drives in this movie, um, he's loving it. He's fucking, he is, he looks like a he's badass behind the wheel on this time. car. Um, so after the movie was done shooting, he bought the car for five five thousand dollars uh, So he owns that car. Or maybe, did, maybe he got rid of it now, but... That's uh, a great deal. Yeah, 5K for that car. Uh, yeah. As seen in A Walk to Remember, like right. movie prop too. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, Shane. Good Sick, good dude. choice, baby. Yeah. So he gets sentenced to community service. Um, 
he ends up having to go tutor. He th- so so on a Saturday, he ends up on this like school bus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, being mm-hmm. shipped out to tutor a bunch of kids at a different school. Um, the I guess this is the uh, the diverse school uh, in the area. Oh my where god! They just this sent, was so like, bad. <laughs> they were like like the, the less fortunate children or whatever, and it's like all kids of color. It's yeah. Like, so the public schools in this area are clearly having an issue with segregation because right. they've got the one they black friend, yeah. and then this school is like it's everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody in town. Uh, okay. which does you... not speak well for their public school system especially if the kids at the white school are doing so much better than the kids at the, right. the other school <laughs> that they are being sent to tutor them and if they're going on a saturday too like yeah. on also like, yeah that's another that blows day. for those kids yeah and the one kid just wants to play basketball so he's tutoring this like he's trying to like tutor up this one kid and this oh, kid's not having tutor it up. yeah he's trying to yeah he's trying to get him on board trying to like get him interested in like triangles and shit uh, which I don't even think he knows really much about. Uh, right, yeah. We we don't really see how smart he is. Like, is he just a badass and he's dumb, or is he I actually smart I mean, too? I think that he's like capable of like he's certainly like average academically at least yeah. in terms of what his capabilities are because he does ultimately get into med school. But like oh, at true. this point, yes. he's not like trying. His grades are not great to get into college at all. Right. <laughs> uh, which also makes him not the perfect choice for a tutor. Yeah, yeah as a punishment. Yeah. Right, yeah. Hey, hey, dummy, go tutor these other dummies. Yeah, right. Hey, you dummy, go help those dummies over there. So he, um, so he's on his way back home, uh, and this is where we see that Mandy, how good of a, like, what a sweetheart. She, she does this on her own. She Yeah, she's already doing all of these things voluntarily. Right the like she's she's she does like the star thing while he's sweeping right. and his friends come by she, she's oh yeah that was kids. so weird the way that she was like talking to she was like giving like a presentation to, to no like no. two people that weren't looking at her yeah uh <laughs> and it's also oh and in that scene also they established that she's like the christian good girl and like oh, the yeah. hero and that they're all not just bad boys but atheists yes like it's they <laughs> she's such a good christian um she carries around the bible everywhere she goes uh right. even to just to go just like for a, a quick super tutor sesh normal person uh, that isn't a serial killer right <laughs> <laughs> um so that bus filled with tutors uh full so many packed, tutors packed to the brim <laughs> there's no, yeah, no i thought it was gonna be just the two of them and then it was like no, just I mean, how I, big is this school system? Everybody wants we, like, to fucking tutor. In- Beaufort is this a big? Is this part of Ra- like the Raleigh Durham area or something? It's further. I think it's further it's east. Water. Yeah. How many kids need this tutoring? A lot. They need so many. We need to fix and our school so system kind. here in Beaufort. Yeah. <laughs> um, and our raccoon problem. <laughs> Uh, oh, and then oh, oh, and also there's like a scene in here where uh, no eyebrows. Belinda is like, "Do you want to come into my house?" And he's like, "No, we're over." And it's like you feel. Oh, I just right. I feel like you know that Belinda's not getting a happy ending in this movie from day oh, one. No. Like it's not that anything bad happens to her, but she's not going to get what she wants. No eyebrows, Belinda. Yeah, <laughs> you know who I mean. Well, I think nobody had eyebrows oh, in this yeah. movie. Well, that so. was 2002. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I don't know why I took note of her lack of eyebrows specifically, but like I, I think she was just the first girl that we see yeah. that has had her eyebrows. And then you get used to it, you warm significantly up significantly removed. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, they go to, his punishment is to go to tutor disadvantaged kids who just happen to be all kids of color. Right, yeah. Um, this is also the point in the movie where I finally got everyone's name down, which was Clay Gebert, Jamie Sullivan, and Landon Carter. Right. Um, I also wrote the crutches seem excessive here, but that was before I realized that he's using them for attention. Because right. he doesn't use them most of the time. And then he'll like go, he, when he comes to drama club. Right. He's using them. That's where you got to bring them. And all the girls are like, ooh, he's so injured. Yeah. Mm, like biting their lip and looking at him. Girls love a, a man who... Girls love uh, a man who's weak and can't yeah, run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll never catch me. So on the bus ride back, this is where... Oh, right. Sorry, I almost missed They this. basically establish their relationship and how they've known each other for so long and for years. The exposition in this is actually not the worst i've ever seen i think that they do this right they like right they like she goes and sits next to him right she's holding the bible um he does not want to be bothered he's listening to you know 2002 i guess we're post new metal yeah Uh, i started writing down the lyrics of all the different songs he's listening to trying to get uh like because I was going was it? it later yeah. and find out. Because they all sound familiar. It's just like... Well, most of the rock music in this movie is Christian rock bands. Um, so it's like Jars of Clay, uh, who who are huge. And yeah. um, uh, Switchfoot, is, oh, Switchfoot plays a huge role in this I film. I forgot that they They're Christian. existed and that they were Christian. Christian. I met him once. Did an interview with them. I, oh, yeah. I covered a Christian rock festival. Whoa. Uh, called Creation Fest in Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, how was that? It was fucking weird. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, Switch were, were there. They were uh, headlining. Makes um, sense. The best Christian rock band, probably. Shot an interview with them. Only one I've accidentally listened to in yeah. regular You life. might think... There's a lot of other ones. You, did you know Paramore? Uh, oh, fair. From I never rock? really listened to Paramore um, all that much, but like, I yeah, I, I guess I have listened to them at some yeah. point. Uh, they were very nice. Very, everybody there was super yeah. nice, except for the fact that they hated people who were secular <laughs> um, to a huge degree. Oh, that's really freaky. And it was an outdoor festival, and there Isn't was like the whole a thing like forgiveness and love. Yeah, you would think. Um, <laughs> but. I should say. I mean, I listen to country music. It's not like I'm above uh-huh. Christian rock and stuff. It's just I'm not. I'm obviously. Not no, very it's a secular. different. Do country music festivals have a no smoking cigarettes ban? Uh, Actually, yeah. I guess that's that's the thing. Is the audience for country music is a very different one. Yeah. Um, we yeah, very strange. The the other camera person that I was with, she got yelled at for smoking a cigarette. Oh, she had shit. to like hide. Like yeah, she was like, I can't just like not smoke while I'm. Like, working and like i need a break uh every so often so she would have to like always like try and find these trucks to like duck in between and like underneath she's like i'll oh, keep a keep a keep a lookout so i don't get in Why trouble for smoke. it was like high school yeah i was like yeah i don't know yeah. it was very weird that's uh, wild yeah but switchfoot is all over this fucking movie yeah so she so they they established that they've known each other since they were kids uh you know he's the bad boy she's the goody two shoes um they don't really have a relationship other than the fact that they've been forced to go to the same school for since they were in like kindergarten, kindergarten which is yeah. like i mean if you're depending on their class size that's like that's pretty tight like you definitely spent yeah. a lot of time together this is not a you, huge school yeah yeah, like, yeah. it's like despite like, the fact that there's so many tutors uh it's right. not a big school yeah small school high tutor percentage (laughs) um (laughs) but uh yeah i mean it's like anyone that you were in class every year from kindergarten through being 17 with right 
you know them wild that's you you're not just like you don't know me it's like no i no i really like we went to pool parties together in fourth grade like right yeah like like even if you were never friends you've had enough overlap (laughs) like you've been science partners you've been like so this there's is no way you're not gonna in the shuffle get to know each other. So this this is where the biggest flaw of the movie comes in for me. Uh, so if we I'm skip intrigued. to the end, we've already we know that she dies, mm-hmm. she, and it says in the synopsis which you had read previously that she's tried multiple. She's leukemia, right? She's tried m- oh, yeah. every method possible to be yes. This. Hit me. You would think. That since they've known each other for so long, and she's been at the same school with him, right? And it's such a small town that they would know that she has been sick and has been super sick for years, for a very yeah, long yeah. period. Yeah, I mean, of time. if you're going through chemo, you're not going to school, right. probably. Like you're out of school for like months at a time, right? And I mean, he, even at the very least, because your immune system is down, and, and nobody like, knew about this. At all. Not, not one I mean, person. How unfeeling. I mean, these people are assholes. Let's be honest. Right. Like, the, the, when they establish that he's the bad boy, they're like, get someone killed and run away, bad boy. Right. <laughs> like, he was he was willing to let that kid die there. Yeah, that's true. But you would think the parents would talk or, like, right. somebody at the school would be someone like, hey, just so you know, or, like, you know, donations for, you know, sickie over here. Right. Uh, he goes to her father's church. Yeah. Her father's never mentioned it in a sermon. Not once. <laughs> Apparently like, so. Not even alluded to the fact that something was going on with their family. Yeah. So this, so after, after watching, so I didn't really pick up on this until after the film, but mm-hmm. after the watch, but, um, so you, I, you know, at this time in the film, I was, I'm still on board right. and i guess Wait, it can so still work maybe it's a small time ever watching it so this was my first time watching this did film. you read a synopsis ahead or anything um i did not i had known that she was sick at yeah. some point in the movie i didn't know what that meant I, I i had seen no scenes from this movie i didn't even see a trailer before this that's um, wow what an experience you've had um it's probably very different than seeing it as a 12 year old girl <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, in 2002. Um, oh, another thing. So, oh, the only other thing I knew about this movie was that when I was, when it came out in 2002, I was in high school, um, my friend got, uh, this is when, you know, torrents were uh, popping up left and right. Napster was big. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, we had LimeWire. Uh, so he downloaded the film uh, in two parts mm-hmm. uh, because that's the way you did it back in the day. Uh, and he got like a notice from his cable company being like, Hey, we caught you downloading a walk to remember. And I was just like, why were you downloading that? Like, I, was, I was like, were you, did you really want to see that? He's like, Oh, I don't know. I think so. He's like, I, I maybe. And I was Aww. like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, sh- people should be allowed to feel their feelings. The he one can. Thing yeah. I, I just, do is it was say just that very, you can't like this show. Or like just, you can't like, and that's true of Entourage too. It's like, you're going to feel how you feel like enjoy it. Exactly. But he this was a person who was the exact opposite. So it came as like a shock. Like this is somebody who, you know, never in a million years at that time was a was I was like, oh, he loves romantic comedies. Right. Like, he was he wasn't showing his tender underbelly. Right. Uh and then he got uh his parents uh, punished him by not letting him use the computer. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh well, uh, so that's my history with the film. Uh, that's all I knew. All right. Well, so. uh, th- wow, what an experience you've had then. I'd love to hear how your uh, the person you watched it with, who is an expert, reacted. Um, to so I was watching your this with reaction, I guess. Yeah. 
I was watching this with a, a lovely lady who had seen this many times before, um, and it was more of she wanted to see my reaction to it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she was on board with it immediately. She had seen the movie many times, loved it, uh, confessed that she had owned the soundtrack, uh, listened to it uh, on repeat wow. during her uh, upbringing. Formative years? Yes. Um, her wonder years? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, she she loved it. She loved the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she knew, but like I was, like we were saying in the beginning, like it's, they. I mean, rewatching it now, you can see the appeal uh, of it is obvious. But you it's can just, see the faults. There are, and the it's fun to like pick pick up on from these stars. Oh, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, it's fun to like pick up on little things that you don't notice the first time around, and it's right. like like I watched the first. 13 seasons of Grey's Anatomy until it started stressing me out too much. Like, I, I'm i throwing stones in glass houses anytime I'm, I'm joking around about these things. But it's like, it is fun to go back and be like, wow, this is this movie has its uh, downsides or its flaws, you know? Right. Its faults in its... Yes. Stars. Yes. No. Mm, I'm sorry, yes. God. Mm, yes. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, we oh, cut so, to yeah, basically, he goes to drama or is this, are we, yeah, he, he goes to drama club and he's cast as the well, lead immediately. Why? There are boys in that club that have probably like been there for three years. Yes. This is supposed to be their year to get the lead. And this guy just fucking comes in. Three weeks before the show is supposed to go up. Doesn't want to do it either. Doesn't want to do it. <laughs> People think that acting is something that you can just do. But, you know, it takes skill. It takes effort. Right. If it's a real play. Uh, this play in the film. Uh, what was this play about? It was like uh, about okay, so the play, Prohibition era. It's a Prohibition era gangster who falls in love with a flapper and there are Tommy guns this much we know right and it ends with a lounge singer singing a 90s ish or like aughts ish Christian pop song right yeah and then they kiss and then the move the play ends yeah Yeah. Uh, and and, and she's singing a song that has zero zero to do with with the plot yeah, uh, and being in the 1930s and Tommy guns and and alcohol, it makes not a lot of sense. It is a beautiful song, uh, just very forced into this. Yeah, they definitely could have come up with a different framework for right. it. I mean, I guess maybe that's like I wonder where the song came in because my gut is that probably I haven't checked this, so I'm just speaking out of my ass here, but. Probably the Nicholas Sparks book has that play in it, and like this right. concept that like one of the students had written a play that was maybe not necessarily right the best thing on earth, but that the girl gets to like sing something or like it, she's in the the church choir and like this is a great vehicle for her. But right. the song I suspect was written specifically for Mandy Moore, yes, and just shoehorned in there, and yes. for some reason no one was like someone was like. We got to keep the play as is. That's a beloved detail. Right. So we have a montage of him rehearsing for this play. Yes. Very weird montage. 
How many? Yeah. So, yeah. This, also this the is, set like, is not like even a futuristic diner for some reason. Right. That they're practicing in. He gets slapped. I don't know. 15 times, 20 maybe, <laughs> in this montage. Uh, n- he is questioning it more and more each time he gets slapped. Uh, and he's getting more and more upset. But not to a degree where he's like, I need to leave. I don't want to be in this play, and you're slapping me right. too many times. Well, he knows that if, if, if he leaves, the principal will go to the cops and tell him he was a like yeah, attempted what? murderer. I wish this movie had been a legal drama like about the case oh of, my God. Of, of clay that's such a different movie and uh, definitely a fan fiction i would read <laughs> the trial about clay's yeah injuries um i have a note that i don't remember what it means do you know why i would say note from parents note from oh these are my tidbits that's what it is never mind uh, that was about Mandy Moore needing a note from her parents because, oh, and you oh, know why oh, I thought oh, of it at this point. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, the reason I remembered this is because this is where we first see Mandy Moore driving her car. Oh, okay. uh, which reminded me of a review that I saw online that said that apparently they walked more in the book. So someone had read the book, <laughs> big fan of the book, loves the movie too. One note that they had for the movie was that. It's weird that they have cars because in the book, they walk everywhere. Right. And that's why it's a walk to remember. That's not what I heard. I have conflicting information. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Well, I, I always assumed that a walk to remember was like the walk where she, either where they say I love you or where she, like they take a few walks that are memorable. The walk, from what I heard, the walk to remember, uh, because walk I believe the, the person that, I believe the lovely woman that I watch this with, she read the book as okay, well. Okay, so she actually read the book. Yeah, we should have had her on. But she had said that the walk, it was the it was the walk down the aisle, and it was more blown out in the book, and it was ah. like talked about more of like the wedding scene that was super fucking rushed at the end oh of this gosh. movie. And that their vows, <laughs> the way that they're cut together is wild. Uh, you would think teenagers would have better uh, teenagers that don't really know each other that well, who are acquaintances at school, um, would you know be able to write better vows, but. Apparently not. <laughs> I don't even remember what their vows were, but it, it was all I got was the "I take you, you take I me take you for the next six months before you fucking die." No, I don't. No, it wasn't <laughs> that. But I mean, what could what could it be? I've known you for three months. You're going well, to live another three kindergarten. months. Yes, but they didn't have so like a relationship. <laughs> they like yeah. they, he didn't know he didn't even know she was sick. That's this it's is fair. The, it's fair. You're not wrong. Nicholas Sparks. Oh, okay. Because so yeah. So then she, they get in her car and the, yeah, they, they may, or, may or may not have walked more in the book. Right. Um, and then he violates a basic rule of etiquette, which is that he keeps changing the, the music yeah. in her fucking car. What a douche! You know, it's the one rule. Putting it's, on garbage. That's like, the golden rule. Rock golden music. rule number two is the do unto others thing. Golden rule number one is you don't change the music in someone else's car without yeah. asking. So he, this is like they're slowly building up to them, like being more comfortable with each other in this. Yeah. Like she kind of, she gives up. She's like, whatever, I don't care. Uh, she drives by uh, the local fucking hamburger stand or whatever the fuck these people were and like where all these teenagers were hanging out he ducks down he doesn't want to be seen in her car he asked um, for the ride i know 
And what would what would they say? Hey, man, fuck you. You have you're on crutches. How dare you ask for a car ride <laughs> instead right, of just yeah. walking miles home in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. So that drama teacher hamming it up in this thing. My gosh. They gave her nothing and she took it everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she really like, I want to know more about that drama teacher. Another fan fiction. I need a series of short stories about the other people. How many bad boys in the school has she slept with? I want a where is she now? Uh, like oh a God. diary. Like jail. A prison diary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully jail. Oh, there's a funny thing where uh okay, so then yeah, uh they're in her car. Wait, okay, my funny thing is later. So they're in her car, uh, and they go over um what the number one things on their like her bucket list. Right. And shit. I don't know, and then he's like What know. was on that? Like, oh, God. oh, her number one thing was to get married. That was the number one goal that she had. Is that was what was actually get... on the list? Well that's what she said, I think. In that scene, uh, it's either on the list or she said it, but she did. S- I'm sure. I'm sure she says it later, probably. But in that yeah. scene, he's just like, "What's number one?" And she's like, "If I told you that, I'd have to kill you." Right. Well, then I think it gets revealed later on that uh, it's, it's to be married. To get married. Yeah. That makes sense. I feel like I remember that from my first time watching it. And I just missed it this time around. Yeah. Oh, but then okay, so yeah, the her we have her bucket list scene, but then the next scene is uh, this is what I wanted to talk about. Uh, the the next scene is um. Landon is running lines with his his one black friend, right? Uh, and the black friend is like, which I'm so sorry I oh. didn't learn his name, but he's like, De Niro couldn't make this this play work. Yeah, and I just wanted to say, Robert De Niro could absolutely make Thornton's way work. <laughs> uh, playing a mobster from the 30s, yeah. <laughs> come on, kind of, kind of his thing. Kind That's of his a... thing. He'd do great. He could make any, it doesn't matter how good or bad it is. He will make that shit scary. And in that scene is another one of those uh, instances where uh, the friend just like shits on him. Like, this shit's like, what is, this is stupid. And then he's like, I'll be there in the front row. Yeah. With tomatoes. Yeah. Just kidding, man. You know I love you. Like, what? Who talks? Who who does this? I didn't have any kind of relationship with people like that. Uh, And then, like, they start getting closer when they, when she, he sees her at a cemetery and is like, what are you doing at night? Uh, And I totally thought it was going to be, like, visiting her mom's grave when she was like, come with me. Uh, Were they at a cemetery? Yeah, yeah, To, like, use the telescope the first time around. Oh, okay. God. Yeah. Was that a cemetery? I can't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Producer Dan correctly pointed out that it would be a way cooler movie if what she showed him was that she's a vampire. Mm. Um... (laughs) Uh, I think oh, we yeah, have another we piece of fan no, fiction. No, not yet. Wait, in your dreams. Oh, so okay. Um, they have a bunch of back and forth. It's lame. Uh, I mean, it's it's this section where they're like not getting along, and then right. so she's kind of helping him. She shows up. She like sees him at school, and she's like, "So I'll see you after school." Oh right. And there's this long pause, and he's like, "In your dreams," right. which is. She's helping you, dude. Come on. This is what I mean. Like, people go out of their way to be mean in this. And that's not even, like, a sick burn. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... For somebody who almost killed somebody, you'd think he'd have something a little bit more clever than that. A little sharper, a little more sass in there. Hmm. And uh, everybody's like, oh, shit. Oh, and that's God. when she's like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. And then she's mad at him. Rightly so. Yeah, uh, for the foreseeable future. Um... He shows up at her house like after school that day, being like, "So you're gonna help me?" And she's like, "Yeah, what was that?" Of course not. 
Of course not, dude. How dumb do you have to be? Everybody, so one of the things I noticed, everybody was so impatient in this movie. Mm-hmm. So when the first time that he goes to her house and he, like, she opens the door and he's, like, going to come in. He's like, well, can I come in? Like, <laughs> like immediately. And she's like, yeah, yeah, come in. Like, right, yes. Everybody is so, like, like, he's so angry immediately with everything. Yeah, yeah. So he's she, very, like, his hormones are just raging. Yeah. He's mad at his dad. He doesn't understand the difference between a cardiologist the, and an oncologist. Right. <laughs> he doesn't... Oh, he, man. He doesn't care either. He, he doesn't care to find out. He also doesn't care that, uh, you know, somebody who's sick with leukemia, you know, if when somebody says, hey, I don't know anything about her, who is she? I'd have to look at her chart. And then he's like, I thought so. You right. can't fix her. That's... Well, yeah. And also, he can't. <laughs> Rightly so, but like... This is very much the wrong field for him. That's why I don't know how dumb he is. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, and then, okay, so then she's like, uh, fuck off, basically. And then he goes home and looks at his yearbook because Facebook hadn't been invented yet. Uh, and, okay, so we see that her biggest ambition is to witness a miracle, right? right? And in the upper left-hand corner, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's someone else's. Uh, you can see just most of someone else's yearbook ambition. To witness a miracle? No, it was to own her own corporation and have a male secretary. Really? Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. <laughs> I stopped it and rewound it because I was like, wait, what does that say? <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. I hope that she achieved that dream. Just a little bit of feminism in this movie. When he's flipping through the yearbook, he looks surprised when he comes across her photo. He's like, oh, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's in alphabetical didn't order. I expect to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> it's in alphabetical order. And then, oh, and then, so now he's teaching poor kids how to do geometry using basketball. Oh, my God. And she's, like, watching out the window, like, good. That scene, he, they, oh, so, so he brings the one child that he's, tutoring the same child from earlier in the movie um who just wants to be playing basketball he like doesn't even want to speak unless it's about basketball so he brings him out to the basketball court uh he's trying to teach him about right triangles and isosceles triangles so he basically uses the court as like a like a grid okay it's you me and the basket okay we form the three corners of a triangle now take a step towards the basket Now, am I at the same angle to you in the basket as before? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. So what did we just make? Uh, a similar triangle? Yes. Yes. Okay, make me a nice size, please. You got it. Two sides the same. <laughs> okay, enough of this. Let's play. Let's, Let's play, play some, some ball. ball. <laughs> it's like you taught him nothing. Yeah, we got through some very basic concepts, but he can't calculate anything about yeah. it yet. He just can name them. Yeah. What which is like, really not sufficient for like a seventh grader. You need to whip out your uh, your protractor and yeah, teach we, him properly. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's enough for today. Yeah. We did five minutes. Let's get out of here. So she's like watching him... Uh, from the window, uh, realizing he's becoming not so bad after all. Yeah, maybe he's not such a bad boy, Papa. Would we say that he has 
a heart of gold? <laughs> Some sort of bad boy, but with a good heart? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Hmm. I've never heard of such a thing. Let's keep watching and see what happens. <laughs> oh, and then this is where we actually hit the acting montage. And oh, then, is this it? Oh. Yeah, and then they, there's like a scene at the end of the acting montage where they like check each other out in the hallway. Right. Um... And then at the end, after they're, they check each other out in the hallway, after the acting montage, this is when Logan finally goes to apologize to Clay, whatever his last name is, Clay Gerbman. Is this the part? I thought that happened way later. No, no, no. So then, yeah. So then oh, he wow. goes and apologizes to the kid, which is the last time we see or hear of that kid, Well, she basically. brings it up during the bus when they when they first like start talking to each mm-hmm. other. Um if he if he's gonna go and visit him in the hospital and he's like Psh, yeah i'm too cool for yeah. empathy <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess yeah. this is like a big Maybe step in in that I, he might not even, he i don't even think he told her that yeah he might he's be. he's doing it's it with no audience you know? know he's just doing it can we talk about um uh how this scene doesn't need to be in the movie <laughs> at he all goes and apologizes? <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's a little bit of closure for Clay. Is it? No, he's he's. I mean, it, it depends. He may on or may not be so many things in a wheelchair. That we don't know. Do you know? Did your friend say in the book? She, uh, no. Well, she you? no. I was talking to her after <laughs> after this because, uh, uh, and that was one of the things that we had mentioned to each other that like we don't know what his what what is Clay's story. Right? <laughs> is like, he? What? What happened to him? Like after this, is he crippled for real? Is he fine? Yeah, like we the don't people know. Demand to know. It really is. It's insane that they leave that nebulous. And he's pretty forgiving. If he is crippled for life, that's yeah. He's the fact that he's smiling at the end of that. Yeah. But then if he isn't crippled, why doesn't he move his body below his head at all during that scene? I blame the the bed, the hospital bed. You blame the bed? Yeah. Uh, I'd love to. And he's you, watching TV. Speak on how that is. Uh, the way that it's positioned, and then he's also watching television. Yeah. So he's, he's in the middle of a show. A sling. We didn't have DVRs back then. True. Um, or maybe we did. I don't remember, but mm, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. So if he missed that program, you know, I mean, he's not going to get a chance to see it again for a while. So he might be watching Dawson's Creek live. Right, in which case, I mean, what if it's the finale, for God's sake? I know. I don't know. What's 2002? Is that the end of Friends? Mm, maybe, yeah. Beginning so of he's Lost. Yeah, he's watching the Friends finale, and, and this, this fucking guy in. who cripples him comes yeah. in, and he's like, all right, just get the hell out. I'm watching. Yeah. Will they get together? Will Leave Ross and alone. Rachel be together forever? Right. I need to know. Uh, this is also around the part where I really start feel, feeling like it's so... It must be so weird to be Shane West in this and have to be like checking out a seventeen-year-old all the time because um, he's like, yeah, yeah, and then like ultimately, obviously, making out with her and stuff. But it's right. just like yeah. it's almost the lurid wor- looks are almost worse in some right. ways because it's just so like before they're together, it's just like him staring at her feels very uncomfortable, right? And I know that that it had to happen in the context of the film and yeah. the story, but it just. Um, do, so so we do we get so now we get to the part where he brings her sweater right oh not just yet so it's okay. so right so this is then we get to the part where they perform the play so now the play oh, okay. is actually being God. performed 
And there's a weird thing where I think he, his character is supposed to go up on lines and have like improved those last little bits. Yeah. Uh, I will never know what was supposed to happen in that play. How? That's what you want. You want your lead who has no experience doing improv right. up on the stage. Just making shit up. I How did does love Thornton's the... way end? I need to know. Although the playwright seemed to be okay with what he did. So <laughs> yes. I guess he, caught, he captured the spirit of it. The play, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the playwright is so mad this whole time with him. Yeah. Uh, from the time, from him being cast as the lead and him knowing like he's going to fuck this up. He's just like this like weird... He is a writer. They, he, he, I think he, he nailed the role. Sure. Yeah. They, yeah, they nailed that. <laughs> of just like the panicked writer wondering, will he fuck this up? Yeah. <laughs> is this guy going to fuck up my masterpiece? Yeah. Uh, okay, and then... Um, so the play is a hit. The play's a hit. The song happens. There's no drum kit, but we hear the drums. Full song. <laughs> Uh, there's no choreography, even though this is part of a high school musical, which is a perfect time to get as many people in as, as humanly possible. Well, the set was so small um, that right. there was no... You felt like three people on there at once. I don't know. You could have... I could have gotten 10 people in and dancing during that song. I did love that, like, the there were people, like, standing on the side of the stage, but they weren't, like, deep in the wings. They were, like, right on stage. Yeah, like, watching. And then the director is, like, mouthing along with the words. Right, yeah. <laughs> she really took that part and ran with it. Yeah. Whew, man. Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. And then, yeah, and then they, like, he clearly goes up on his line still, kisses her, and then the play ends. Yeah, everybody's, like... Everybody watching is just floored. Yeah, they um, love it. They're crying. The the feeling it. Shane's lady um, is got her Belinda. big uh, Belinda. Uh, no brows, Belinda. No brows, um, Belinda. Has her huge uh, black uh, camera with her taking photos. Oh yeah. Um, which is important to notice uh, because they, I think they made point. it so big Uh-oh, so that you would. We got know. a plot point. It's a camera. So, yeah, I don't know how big of a plot point it well, does come back. It, well, I would say it drives the rest of the. Once it comes back, it drives right. the, True. How everything goes. In some Very ways, true. Belinda. Ooh, she. She's the real angel. She, she's the angel. Wow. 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 And she doesn't even know. And she wouldn't want to be if she did know. No. Because she loves that Landon. Although, I guess, yeah. like, like, the girl's going to be dead in, like, six months. She's got another shot at Landon in, like, two years. Yeah. This is also the introduction of Landon's father. Yes. Uh, who, so his parents are divorced. Um, he doesn't really have a relationship with his father. Uh, mm-hmm. And he surprised them by coming to the play. Yeah. And the Landon's trying. Not having a it. A little. Yeah. Yeah. Landon, like, yells at him and walks away. Like, right. why are you here? So then we cut to... The director? Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Oh, well, this is still oh, part of the post-play. Like, right post yeah. yeah, yeah, So there's a weird scene with the writer who's uh-huh. like, hey, man, good job. Like, yeah. <laughs> I liked what you did with my ending. Yeah. <laughs> Something a playwright would definitely yeah. say. Yeah, sure, just rewrite the last, like, <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes of my play because that's definitely the least consequential part. Um, but then, yeah, and then the director's there, and she's yeah. like, great job. Old drama teach. Uh, she getting getting turned on a little she bit she gives a look that is i can only describe as yeah. not okay that look back is like yeah i will fuck him <laughs> yeah she's like oh i will have him yeah maybe not today maybe not tomorrow maybe in a few That's years once his 
the woman the the girl dies (laughs) well because everyone knows she's gonna die because they've known her since she was in kinder yes (laughs) yeah and then we cut then we cut to the porch uh no first oh man there's a scene i want there's a part in that yeah i'm just too excited to talk about that one part uh just quickly so it's like it looks like he walks into a library but then somehow he ends up in a lunchroom but he walks by some girls who are whispering and it's just like girls Uh, whispering it's like i think it's a belinda working on her plan but they're just like right uh it's just such a funny like like very no dialogue uh very odd noises uh yeah and then he ends up in the lunchroom he finds her and she's aggressively drinking a juice box oh right (laughs) (laughs) which is why i wanted to touch on this scene She's. Oh man! I've never seen anyone <laughs> treat a juice box more angrily. <laughs> and then she storms out, leaving her apple behind. Jamie. I said the same exact thing. <laughs> you forgot Full your apple. apple. Full untouched. Untouched. Apple. What a waste of food! She didn't even clear her plate. Right? Yeah, like, you gotta bust throw your that table, out man. at least if you're gonna waste the Have fucking some apple. Courtesy. There's no no one here works for you. This is a school. Good God! Yeah, full apple. Just really a- slurping on that juice box too like yeah. really trying to prove a point when it's empty yeah uh <laughs> taking that juice box down <laughs> and then she so she storms out he like chases after her yeah he's like you're mad because i want to be with you and you want to be with me too which is honestly i think a bit of a stretch because up until this point it seems <laughs> like they were not I don't know how much chemistry they realistically have. He was at this kind point. Of, like he was kind of falling. I think she would. I mean, she she's seemed to be. Into I guess it. she's like she is. It's true that she's like looking. Yeah, you're right. They're like checking over their shoulder and they stuff. They keep in the hallway. yeah. It's hot and cold for quite. Way I did too find long. it like a bit of a jump though. I, I was yeah. a little surprised that he was like, "I know you want to be with me." Right. Like that's a little aggressive. Like, okay. Right. All right. Well. Um. Because I do that with a lot of ladies, uh, and they don't enjoy it at all. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I've done that so many times. It hasn't worked out. Of yeah. wanting to be with you yeah i just go up to them and say you you want to be with me let's go <laughs> drive me home uh <laughs> no, drive me home he also he, he like gives a speech that i can't remember any of now except that i wrote down freaking telescope <laughs> oh god this your whole freaking telescope, telescope. telescope bark is <laughs> um and then he works on his car a little bit and his uh one black friend whose name is basically never said i don't think uh starts playing get your freak on yeah and he's like turn off soul train or your soul train and <laughs> Some it racist or more. Oof. it's just like oh man we need to do better <laughs> like because that character is not written very kindly or well and then like they're not nice to him but they have this secret handshake that is oh god yeah i can only describe as unsettling <laughs> It's when they lock fingers that's weird. No, that's I've I have I have that handshake with all my bros. Really? Yeah. Like the like a like a. We degrade each other to a point where make like a joint. Yeah, we we bring each other to the verge of tears uh, by degrading them, and mm-hmm. then we say, "Hey, man, just kidding," and then we slap for about thirty seconds. Yeah, just a real long slap session. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that ends in pretending to smoke a joint. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, there's no other talk of weed in this, but they are definitely smoking a J at the end. Yeah, there. like what? Yeah, totally out of place. Unnecessary. Maybe it goes deeper in the book. Maybe the the history of the slap is revealed. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, the finger interlocking is just the only one that I've never seen. Mm, yeah. Well, and also the smoke a J and then put the it out on each other is yeah. like aggressive. <laughs> um. 
And then he's listening. He like he wants to listen to Christian like country pop or something. Oh, right. now, yeah. Which is like, all right, you're finding the Lord. Ugh. Which he had already been listening to. Like, yeah, I guess that's true because he was listening to like jars of clay, and baby. Anyway. Yeah. And then he's and their <laughs> conversation. His buddy's like, "What? You're so different now." And he's like, "I'm over it, man. Yeah. I'm 17 and over, hanging out with my friends and drinking beer. You gotta be kidding me." Yeah. Okay, and then now is when he drops off the sweater gift. Okay, so this this scene, yes, is insane. Yes, uh, the way that <laughs> the way this scene ends. So he drops. So he's falling for her. He drops off a sweater because everybody's talking about how she loves her sweaters. She's always wearing these fucking sweaters all the time. So he and she's she's always wearing the same sweater. Yeah, it's she's the got one, one good cardigan, which I assume is her mother's. Probably, um, possibly at least. Maybe I'm reading way too deep. <laughs> no, I like that read. Uh, it's very tender. So he drops it off and very politely like leaves very quickly. So as he's leaving, her father, Peter Coyote, comes out. Uh, the Reverend uh, Peter Coyote. The rev- yeah, the, the Reverend, the good the good man, the good father. Coyote. Uh, yeah. Um, but he comes out and has a real heart-to-heart with her. Um, Ooh, what a... Uh, this heart-to-heart was not comfortable. Right, basically saying... They, not to, like, boys like him only want one thing. So the way that this scene ends, so she gets up to go make dinner. Mm -hmm. Then it stays on Peter Coyote. And he, like, makes this weird face where he, like, does that thing where, like, you, like, blow your lips. You're, like, like, exhausted. Like, ugh. And then he, like, his shoulders, like, slump over. And it looks like a scene. It's like it's so out of place after their conversation. He's just, it's too much. Yeah. It's like it, it looks like like the, like something of like a Chaplin film, like right. where it's just like so exaggerated and so goofy and yeah, so long. Yeah, I have a long. bunch of notes on his acting too. I missed this one, but uh, there's I made, another one where I well, I made I made uh, I made a little uh, gif of this or gif. You did? Um, yeah, and I sent it to. You. I think I sent it on on, oh. on a text thread at some point. I think I did not uh, uh, see that. But it's uh, yes. Did you send it to? Oh, you know what? I think I just didn't log because I hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> yeah. So this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I stood up after this scene happened because it was so out of place. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. After uh, such a, like a serious conversation, to to have this yeah. <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, because this is what her dad doing? is like. God cares what you do in this. Like, yeah, and and he this is. I think he's like that's a bad boy. Yeah, I think it's another one of those scenes where he's like, it's sinful to fall in love or whatever. Oh man, this to like th- how how this ended up in the final movie in the final cut of this. I is know. Like, how many takes did they do? Was this all they had? And then they were like, "No, let's keep it in." Maybe that was just like a genuine take of like him being like, "Oh God, <laughs> what, what was was my career come to?" <laughs> you know, again, I, this movie made its money back at the box office and then some. Mm, it made I'm like sure. forty five million, I think, on a on eleven million budget. I looked yeah. it up, uh, but like, so this was probably good for him, you know. Yeah. So so after this scene, um, so she goes in to make make dinner and then we cut to landon in his home he's making dinner um and he's having a conversation with his mom 
Oh, I don't remember. Daryl Hannah. Um, and it's a very quick scene. It's just kind of... I, like, I didn't understand the part of the scene. It seemed like a throwaway scene just to get Daryl Hannah in there. Um, it, yeah, they do a lot of just like put Daryl Hannah in so that it can be there. Yeah. So in this movie, so Daryl Hannah apparently had to keep wearing a bunch of different wigs hmm. um, during the filming of this. And I read that she had gotten a lot of lip injections for this film, for this role. Uh, and they blew up way too much. Oh, no. Uh, and that's why her lips look very strange yeah. uh, during the filming of this. There uh, is, yeah, there's something off about her face, and I guess that's it. Yeah, so she was dealing with, like, these lip injections, uh, which apparently, as soon as filming stopped, uh, her lips went back to normal. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, what a pain in the butt. So there might be scenes, there might be more scenes with her out there uh, that they cut just because... Her, her lips, lips looked look weird. so weird. Yeah. That's very funny. Uh, next thing up is they make the Virgin Mary poster. Right. Uh, and this is a big turning point in the movie. I mean, it's not a good Photoshop. It's not a funny poster. It just says Virgin Mary question mark right. with uh, her face and then what's clearly like a Playboy model of some sort. Right. And I originally read that um, they wanted to have the woman naked uh, uh-huh. on there, but they did not. Yeah. Um, just because Chicken of down. the, they wanted a rating and yeah, uh, yeah uh, going full frontal kind of like bumps yeah. your rating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so this is where so these pictures are spread all over the school, um, and then Landon, you know, sees this and kind of comes to her aid and like yells at the, the his old friends. Yeah, uh, that it's fucked up that they did yeah. this because Belinda did this really because she's heartbroken and is still in love with Landon, right? Uh, but it is, it's fucked up. Yeah. It's the wrong thing to do. And, and he's, to Mandy Moore, he's just like, this isn't about you, this is about me. Like, yeah. ignore them. And for, <clears throat> and then he punches that guy. Yeah. And for some reason, everyone in the school thinks this is hilarious and everyone's laughing. Yeah. So she like storms, so she's like sad and, and he, yeah, he like takes the blame for it. Yeah. Um, and then this is when he's like, want to go on a date? Right. And she's like, my daddy say no. Right. And he's like, oh, papa. Oh, and this then, is when he goes. Yeah, yeah. And then Papa's like, the "No," and he's like, okay. "Faith," and he's like, "Yes." Right. So he gets permission, and then they go out on a date. Yeah, it's yeah, it works. They go eat. They dance, surrounded by the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where? What restaurant was this? I don't it's know. like an it's outdoor like it's restaurant. On the water. There's a dance floor. They're the youngest people there. They're by far. Everybody the is there. like a senior citizen. It looks yeah, like yeah. a. It looks like the uh, like the outside of a senior there's home. Like a, like, there's like a, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say that it's like the restaurant at like a retirement yeah. community. Where <laughs> <laughs> like there's an AARP special on right now. Yeah, and they have like a proper dinner uh, and then dance. Yeah, even though he's oh. like, I don't dance in the opening scene, and now it's come back. Yeah, he it, does dance. Full band at this place. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, like a lovely like quartet situation at least. Yeah, Have yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, for a pl- for a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Um, dance, dance, uh, dance floor too. Like a little dance deck they built uh, yeah. for everybody to dance on. Yeah, they did it. They really went all in. They were like, people are gonna demand to dance. Yeah. It's funny though, because I feel like at the time that she's like, "Dance with me," we haven't seen people dancing. Right. So my first thought was, "Oh no!" <laughs> in 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 the middle of the place <laughs> so while people just are like, dancing. No, don't. Uh, but then, yeah, there's but a dance floor. There's other people dancing. Once. It makes sense. Yeah. 
all the old oh and then this now we seniors. get to all the things that were on her her bucket list that right. she said she wanted to do which were like be in two places at once and get a tattoo right not at the same time right but like and do a year in the peace corps right yeah which never gonna I happen am, sorry but, bud um so he basically, he, I mean, he makes but so all then these he things. he makes those things happen. Yeah, that's yeah. what he, that's his project is to get her to do yeah. a bucket list. I guess that's items. what I mean by like being serious as teens. Right. Like I can't imagine a guy being like. Willing to do like, that. Like listening yeah. and then doing that. Yeah. Like just, even before. But not, not even knowing, knowing that she's yeah. dying. Like yeah. just being like, I'm going to make that happen. We're going to drive to Virginia tonight. Right. So yeah. that you can be at two places at once. <laughs> Uh, took us took enough convincing to get our friends to drive us to the chicken burger, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um. But yeah, and then she gets to be in two places at once by standing on the state border. Yeah. He gives her a temporary butterfly tattoo. Yeah, very sensual. Yeah, it's a sensual moment again. Uncomfortable because she's aggressively seventeen yeah. in this, and very he's underage. So twenty five. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down, considering he doesn't know she's dying, he's working hard. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's really putting it in. Yeah, and then they, they walk on, like, the uh, like the wood. Yeah. The, like, not like dock, the, but, like, the walkway right. thing towards the beach. Right. And he's making a duck face a lot. He does a lot of duck faces in this, actually. Shane yeah. West overall is, like, a lot of pouting. Yeah. What's well, the bad boy? Yeah. Good boy look. And now his shirt is unbuttoned. Ooh. Just not like he's still got his his undershirt is exposed. Like his button down yeah. is now like a right a jaunty uh, right. outerwear. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, then uh, and then they have a nice and dainty first kiss. Right. She's like, "What if I'm bad at it?" And he's like, "Impossible." And, and then we're they watching and it, a 25 year old man kiss a 17 yeah, yeah. year old. And if it were a comedy, he'd be like, "Oh no, no, it's yeah. possible. Not like that." <laughs> Because she'd be like, blah, blah, blah. you've never kissed anybody before. Yeah, do less, do <laughs> <Yeah>. way less. <laughs> um, and then and then he's like, "I love you," which is crazy because they literally just went on their first yeah. date. Uh, <laughs> they they drove to Virginia. They did a couple things. I guess they did, but it's like same night. I thought the, is it? Yeah, I thought was so. that all the same night? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was all one night. Oh, really? Well, then how the hell did he get all that done? immediately i figured Good i could God. triangulate exactly where they were based on how long like based on I how close they over, were to the virginia border i thought it was i didn't over know like what a, town they were in until i read the synopsis right well they're supposed to be like on the water yeah like but yeah that's a that's a haul uh to drive over there yeah um but um, oh yeah and then i thought he, this was over the course of like a few nights well then um, they go on more dates but this this seemed to me to be all one night so what so not he drove to virginia yeah put on a butterfly bought a, tattoo. yeah bought a butterfly tattoo and then somewhere. they go for a walk but isn't the walk while it's still light out Mm-mm, it's like dusk maybe that's why there because were so many the, seniors there it was the early bird special because it was pitch black after dinner no i think i mean i think it's still supposed to be the same night i think it's still night hmm I yeah. thought I I don't know. I think it's a different day. I feel producer Dan. <laughs> producer Dan, do you think that uh, their first dinner together, and then when they drove to Virginia, the butterfly tattoo, and then their walk towards the beach was all one night, or do you think it was over multiple nights? I, I think I, I think I agree that it's um, it's like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off situation, and that it's unfeasible for all those things to be crammed into one night. But I think the movie intended it to be. What? 
I did not think that at all, I guess. Yeah. Oh, man, huh. his stupid face when he puts on that butterfly tattoo is like, it's just the wrong vibe the for that 17-year-old. Yeah. Right? That's what I thought. Are I thought they? it was the same button down, and he just huh. undid it. I didn't notice. Yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. I thought he just like, and I even said to you, like, why did he like, unbutton his shirt? <laughs> right. Is it hot out? Is it very hot in North Carolina this time of year? Um, wow, same night. Jesus. Yeah. And then he's like, I love you. And she's like, and he's like, say something. And she's like, I told you not to fall in love with me. Wow. I told you not to fall in love with me. I'm five. <laughs> um, these are okay. And then I had a few thoughts around this moment, which were, has anything like this ever actually happened? Do you know anyone who like were in different social circles in high school like like this far different and ended up dating and then like getting married um no i mean i think i I mean i've heard of things like that where like people meet later on we get later on but like in high school well i mean even if you don't get married in high school but like like, maintain it oh who just like get together and yeah yeah, like like, one's like a super popular asshole and one's like actually like a nice nerd this doesn't happen this would never happen (laughs) yeah I mean, people get married out of high school, but not not like this. Like people that already knew each other and like were dating each other, or right. like later they meet and they're like, "Oh, I always right. kind of thought you were cute." Yeah, we were in different... when all that stuff has like fallen away. Yeah, we had different friends, but and it would have been you know social suicide to talk to you, but right, that's insane. <laughs> Can you imagine? None of this makes any sense. And then also, her bangs are like whack in this movie a lot of the time. I think that used to be oh. a style, but I forgot about it. But like, like where it was like you like put the strands together oh, so that yeah, they yeah. form like singular lines of like bangs. Right. Those bangs do not look good. I want to brush her bangs so hard. <laughs> like every time I see them, I'm just like brush, 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 brush. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then she goes home. And is like, uh, like he's still there, and, and her dad's like, no, this can't be the same night. That's when she says, "I love him" to her dad, though. Yeah, is like, is it? Pom- no, those are have to be two different dates, though. It's Where gotta be. They're coming home, and he's like, because then yeah. it's because then they go to the. Yeah, there's no way that these are the same night. I think it's like he drops her off, right? Um, and then another date happens. Right. And then he's dropping her off again, and her dad is there. Right. And then chases him off, and she's like, be fair, I love him. Right. Uh, and this is where... Which, again, is wild, because... This is Again, it soon. seems very subtle. <laughs> and then she sneaks out, and they go see Pluto, and do the whole Yeah, they're in the park. Scene. Yeah, that two blankets thing. But So he brought two blankets, and then she just curled up in his arms anyway. Yeah. Uh what like why did she why did they need two blankets just i mean to honestly, keep a distance like, two makes sense because you need one to sit on it and one to put on top of you if it gets cold that's but true but that wasn't their intention it like they were each gonna have their own blanket to yeah. like wrap around them yeah which also would work i mean listen there's a lot of uses for two blankets yeah but the Building in this fort movie. with all of the gravestones for example <laughs> so they were in the cemetery too right were they i think they were still in the cemetery yeah i think yeah. they were in the cemetery again hmm I think it's just the spot for stargazing in Beaufort, Foreshadowing. North Foreshadowing. Uh, oh, damn. Wow. Deep, deep she stuff. She loves to hang out in a graveyard. Mm-hmm. She's just getting getting accustomed. Just, yeah. 
checking out her spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the worst is that we're on my plot. Imagine the yeah, <laughs> yeah they they. Oh, he, don't worry, I own this over. space. He looks over her name. <laughs> like yeah, a just date. With, like, <laughs> like, there's no year written yet. It's just like two o. Yeah, two o o. It's like it's happening soon. <laughs> Oh, and then this is where he also reveals that he got her a star on the star registry. Oh, yeah. Which... Not, honestly, not a bad gift. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I actually think the star registry is cool. Someone in my house doesn't. Wow. He won't go on record against the star registry, I asked, but... Producer Dan. Uh, producer Dan. Anti-stars? Doesn't feel that it's the best gift you could give someone. Arrogant. <laughs> it's arrogant. For the planet to name stars that we're never going to reach and to take $40 or whatever it is from people. Well, the stars have to have a name, so when you point to it, you know who it is yeah, or what it is. It's, it's very, I feel like it's very cynical. It's a cynical industry. Hmm. For the, like a U.S.-based company to take 40 bucks and be like, yeah, that star's named Terry now. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, and then, yeah, from here is where it starts moving really fast. So n- next thing we know... They're on a date. They're walking. Boom. They're in an alleyway. Boom. She's got leukemia. Boom. She's dying of it. Um, Oh, and then Dare You to Move plays when he finds out that she has leukemia. Fucking love it, baby. Love this song. Dare You to The kind of song that would be really hard to pull off sincerely in a dramatic scene now. Right. Oh, yeah. Works this song perfectly never... in context, but... They don't put, like, rock music like that in, in movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be, it would be a surprise. Yeah. Um, and he, this is where he goes to his dad and he's like, cure my girlfriend's cancer. And he's like, I'm a cardiologist. And he's like, you don't know anything. Bye. Yeah. What an, an intense scene. He, he gets mad that he didn't know. Like, she didn't tell him. Right. Yeah, and then storming to well, his... Well, he's just like, he's welling up. He's like, gonna cry. Because he's like, because right. he, he just loves her. And he's mad, but right. not really at her. He's mad at the cancer. At the situation, yeah. And then, yeah, meeting his father, like, he wakes his father up in the middle of the night. Like, hysterical. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Insane. Insane that his dad would... His dad, like, doesn't know what to do. Right. And I do you think his dad is like my son's a fucking idiot? Like why? Like I guess what is happening here? It's clear here? that his emotions are very high right now. Yeah, he's a teenager in but theory. The dad doesn't even know that like he's with this girl. Right. He, the, the father's so taken off guard. Right. He doesn't even know that it's the girl that he saw in the play that sings that song at the end, which is how, what you'd have right. to actually tell your dad. Yeah. <laughs> no, you remember you saw it. Uh, I was in the play. I was the main character. You were there. Yeah. She was the one that sang the song, the only song. Oh, did she have red hair? No. <laughs> no. Was it the older woman who kept looking at you like she wanted to have sex? No, that was the teacher. Dad, come in no, on. What are you we're talking, talking about? talking about the lead in the play. <laughs> My teacher doesn't want to have sex with me. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, son. Um, yeah, and then he just drives all night in, yeah. his, in his like car. Yeah. Um, Classic driving, crying. Just driving and crying. Love and it. then he ends up looking out at the lake at dawn. Right. 
And then his friend his shows friend up. His friend just shows up out of nowhere. Who I guess nowhere. is up at dawn yeah. and willing to come find him, which like Fully this dressed, friend really like ready to comes go. through. Yeah. I mean, if like it's tough. Dawn is a tough hour to be up, especially like that guy really needs. To, that guy really wants to be friends with anybody. He's yeah. like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. Yeah. How? How? <laughs> How did no one know? And then they do their handshake, which is so inappropriate for this moment. Yeah. Uh, and it's beautiful. It's by far the funniest thing in this. Um, and then and then he goes and finds her and is like, I love you. I'm not leaving. And he's <laughs> like, are you scared? And she's like, to death. And he's like, that's not funny. But you know what? It's a little funny. So when that happened, that went over my head. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened and I was like, wait, what? Like, and it had to be pointed out to me that uh, that, that was a little joke uh, thrown in. And I was like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, look, at, I'm just as dumb as Landon now. <laughs> uh, and then he calls her baby again, which I can't mm. I can't really stand by. Again, it's just something about Babe. how he seems like he's 40. I mean, I know right. he was only 25 at the time, but he just seems yeah. so much older. Um, and which is, Cause he, <laughs> you know... Yeah, I mean, he is eight right. years older than her, which when you're 17 is a big difference. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then he goes home and learns to dance, and his mom, who is seems really nice, does her best to teach him. Yeah, her and her big lips uh, get yeah. him on the dance floor. Oh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. And, and then he, but then, but like, he, was he our... dances briefly with Mandy Moore, but then it gets, like, the moves that he's pulling out do not seem like the ones your mom would teach you right but like he danced with her previously at the senior center yeah well but he kept stepping on her toes and she was like owie and he's like i did warn you and she's like that's fair you warned me uh so he learns to dance his mom teaches him maybe some extra tender moves i can't imagine he she brought those in uh he's like very worried about her there's a lot of scenes of him just sort of like looking at mandy more right uh then they go Bring like uh t- like her like they're cuddled together and like her her shirt is like a little off her shoulder and he like and he's like brushes oh, no. it up, like he I must put the cardigan that I bought you back gently. on your shoulder. I bet that I bet I think that's the scene that uh, all the ga- all the little girls <laughs> when this movie came out they were like I just want a I just want a boy who will just like someone to just like put my cardigan back on my shoulder. Yeah, like, listen and it's nice as someone with a husband I can tell you it's nice to have love. Wow. Yeah. Someone to just put your cardigan back when it falls off, you know? Because mm. I, ha, ah, these arms are so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he's like, he's in the cemetery working on his telescope situation. And the douche nozzle shows up. Like the, one of the twins. Yeah. Um, the one that dresses like terribly throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one that maybe was Vince? Possibly? Maybe, yeah. Could be Vincent Chase from Entourage. Why we're doing this? <laughs> yeah, uh. and uh, and he's just like, I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know. And it's like, you should be sorry for just being a dick. Just for being a dick. There's being no- a guy who's spreading Photoshop pornographic images of sick, dying women. Right. Uh, Even if they're the not school. dying, don't do that to regular women either. Um, and let's see. Okay, so he's working out in the yard. Um, I also feel like his look, like his overall look, Shane West in this, is very like not capable of love. Right. But I think that I guess that's not fair. Like he, there's something about like his face and the way he dresses is and is styled that's like he's just an angry man. He's angry. He dresses angry. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not like, capable of love with somebody like her. Or yeah, or just not yet. Like he'll just he'll tone it down later and like settle down. Right. But like at this age, dressed like that, he does not look like someone who's got like a tender heart right. in there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy that makes you jump off a platform not knowing whether or not it's deep enough to not kill you (laughs) so he's doing something in the yard and mandy moore is watching and then her dad comes in and is like what's that boy doing out in the yard and then she turns and is like and then faints yeah so he shows up to her house starts building just starts doing construction in the back of her house in in her in her backyard yeah romantic gesture why the father would go and ask her like hey what's he doing well she talked you him into or like, no he talked him into letting him date her but you think he'd like go out there and be like hey buddy what the fuck are what's you doing in this? my yard yeah. like what's with all these tools and like wood <laughs> yeah are you murdering us yeah <laughs> is this the start of a murder yeah uh super weird so he's building a telescope i think you can uh, tell that i've been her. listening to a lot of my favorite murders <laughs> <laughs> um no, oh, but yeah, uh, yeah, he's building like this telescope thing, but we don't know that yet. And, and then she, she collapses in, in and her then father's it's, yeah, arms. She wakes up in the hospital. One and, story like, hospital. Right, and Shane's, not Shane, Landon is Landon. by her side. Landon, yeah, he can't leave. He, he's there. He's mm-hmm. committed. He is, you know, over, he's there for a full night. Uh, yeah. No sleep. Um, right. She He like curls up with her. He like puts an arm around her. Yeah. Yeah. Her hairstyle changes at one point. A couple times <laughs> yeah. in this, actually. Because it's like the first time we see her in the hospital, she does not look good. Like, it's, right. she's got the nude lipstick on. She's got she's got death written all over her. Right. But then the next time we see her in the hospital, she's got a braid and she's look, she's got a little more color back. Right. Um, father is like, hey, you got to go. Like, I, like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Let me like, be alone can, with my dying yeah, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he comes back. And she shows him this book that she got from her mother. Yeah. That's just filled with famous quotes. Right. Which are some uh, of which are handwritten by maybe her mother, maybe her, maybe both. Right. Because the handwriting looks different from page to page. Well, there's also like uh, journal entries from the mother. In oh, this as well. okay. Um, it was her journal and it has a lot of you know, like positive stuff. Oh, uh, so no Bible wonder verses. he would give it to her dad later. Because that's right. an insane thing for him to have and not her dad. Right. <laughs> um, uh also, but before that, so when the dad kicks him out, this is where I actually took a no- note about Peter Coyote's weird acting, which is that if you you go back and watch that scene, because it looks like he's looking straight to camera with one, like it, the eye line looks fucked up. It's not right. Uh, it's like, Odd it's, to look. yeah, go back and, and look at it. Because it's like, there's just something off about the way that his eyes are towards her. Like it just, it's. It's not facing her he face. He might just have fucked up eyes. He might, yeah. That's in the one scene possible. where he like slumps over, like his eyes are like all all over the place. He's like, Burr. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it, I honestly, stroke. yeah, I feel bad because it may be that he has like a lazy eye or something, but his lazy eye is facing straight. To the <laughs> Uh, <laughs> looking down the barrel, looking at the audience, being like, "You believe in this shit?" Or that's that's the way it looked to me. I was just because it's and it's tough because it's such like a tender confession yeah. that he's making. Like, I just want more time with my girl. Yeah, uh, but like, it looks like he's like, "I just want more time with my girl." <laughs> <laughs> um, After your mother died. <laughs> oh, and then we get Belinda coming to be like, "Sorry about that whole poster thing. Here's those photos." Because also Belinda right. only has regret now that. Uh, uh, Jamie's she, dying. Yeah, now that she found out, um, 
But her lip gloss is popping in this scene. Yeah. Well, she's got a big kiss. She's going to give him a little smooch. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's giving him a little smooch on the cheek. So, basically, we find out. So, he shows up to the hospital, uh, the one-story hospital, um, Mm -hmm. the hospital room that looks like a converted hotel room. Right. The Dawson's Creek classroom hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And finds out that she's being moved. Um, His father is paying for her home care like right. a nurse like her, her, which like, is wow what a which huge, is quite an uh, quite a bill huge that, uh, yeah he's the best uh, cardiologist in beaufort north carolina so yeah um i think she, it's made clear that he has that the dad's supposed he's to got money. money yeah but it's also like he never met her like right well he saw her in that play but he does did, did he come back after the fact or he's i guess he probably wedding. he probably spoke to uh, his mother yeah that's probably yeah, yeah. What, what happened um because he they see like the son goes and is like you can't fix my girlfriend you're not an oncologist right. and then i guess that plants the seed he's like i can do something though <laughs> i will mend my relationship with my son <laughs> as god is my witness <laughs> and he does his best he he um yeah he pays for the home care he's yeah. at the wedding like i said mandy's father is like so smug about like when he's like your father's paying for everything huh like i don't even know like if a, that's <laughs> i feel like his acting is ne- is not intentional at any like or, or there's a lot right. of points in this movie where it's just like he's just like there and saying the lines right. you know yeah he does he does a fine job but it's like yeah he's better when he's not talking yeah i guess uh okay and then we're back outside back outside landon's building his thing dad's got an old school lamp Right. We've got not a lot of time. No. Uh, producer Dan correctly pointed out that Landon is, for some reason, doing very specific math related to this building, which <laughs> one would assume if he got some sort of blueprint offline, off of the internet, it would tell him, but he's right. got to do some, some math to make it happen. He's making a telescope from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though she already owns a telescope, I guess she needs a better telescope. Right. He wants her to have a better telescope, which is nice. That's a great, great yeah. thing to do. Um. And then, yeah, it looks uh, like a giant bong. Um, <laughs> it's so big. It's so big. So thick and cumbersome. Uh, he was able to get it out onto her balcony. Yeah. Without her knowing? Chair. It seemed like. I guess, yeah, yeah maybe just distract she her. Seems I, she's surprised. so sick that it's like. <laughs> yeah, she's in a haze. She's like a little bell over there and she's done. With leukemia haze. It's like, oh, what was, did I, I thought I heard somebody bring a huge telescope through my room and right. out, to, out to the balcony. But I don't see anybody. Um, and then yeah, they watch the comet. Right, sick looking comet, totally dope. Yeah, totally not. Yeah, like definitely real. Yeah, definitely <laughs> real. Amazing that they got this stock footage. footage yeah, of a like, real comet. Yeah, pretty wild stuff. Uh, Just like they did with amazing. Saturn earlier too. <laughs> a stunning image. Just beautiful. Uh, he takes a look himself and is like, "Wow, this is really cool. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I did a great job, huh?" Um, and then he proposes to her. Yeah. And then incredibly... Will you marry me? <laughs> yeah, he's like, will you marry me? Like, can you do me one favor? She's like, anything. He's like, mm-hmm. will you marry me? Right. And then we are at their wedding. Cut to wedding. <laughs> Immediately. Uh, uh, Dad's standing, although we never see him again. For some reason, there's a shot of him just standing yeah. and looking. But then I don't think he's the one that's like his best man person. No, I don't think so. It's just an inner, in, an odd insert. Maybe the actor couldn't be there that day and they just wanted to establish that he was there. Right. 
Yeah, that was like taken like. Yeah, it's just taken separately. <laughs> it was like sneak footage of him at like craft. Yeah. Like, it's like, huh? Put him in a suit, yeah. just make him turn around. <laughs> uh, light it, light it the same as best they can. <laughs> well, it's so overblown. Like it's all like so bright and yeah. like like over like uh yeah, it's just it's just like overexposed. This scene is very of 2002. Yeah. Because just in the way that it's edited and lit and stuff. It's like, you that scene looks like... Now it looks like a parody because it's been so done. Yeah. And uh, it's going so fast. And everything's like, so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's I love like, it. Yeah, it just starts shooting through once we get to like... Once they're dating, it's just like, bam, 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 bam. bam. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, yeah. And then we never see the wedding party, really. But she hands flowers to someone. His dad right. was standing, but I don't think it's him that's the... That would also be crazy if he was his yeah. best man. After it should being be the, estranged for... It should be the black guy. Yeah, he yeah. should be the best his man. Best, his best friend should be his but best man. But I think man. he was sitting in the seats. Yeah, everyone else seemed to be sitting in the seats. It was mm. very unclear who could be up there. Yeah. Um, was it which Clay? is probably why they never showed their faces. Was, the, was Clay in a wheelchair? Was he... Was oh, Clay in I a wheelchair? Clay was there. <laughs> which is also you know, wild. <laughs> We're inviting everyone from school. <sighs> Not you, though. Sorry, but... <laughs> yeah. You can't even make it out of the hospital. Yeah, okay. There's like 24 people in their class that have been together since kindergarten. I wish that, I wish that Mandy shared a hospital room with Clay. Uh, <laughs> just there's like, no. Way. And Clay like just spent like hours trying to convince her, like, to, just he's bad news. Like, get rid of him. Right. Like, hey, I don't want to be like the evidence speaks for itself, but. I'm in a I'm wheelchair. In a wheelchair, <laughs> and he came once and was like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry." Yeah. And I said during the Friends okay. finale, <laughs> right? And I was trying to watch the finale of Friends for God's sake. Um, I guess he didn't watch Friends, which also does not speak well for him. Yeah, too cool for Friends. <laughs> and then it switches to voiceover, and then basically the movie ends. Like, there's one more scene. It switches to voiceover, it, it, and yeah. he just tells you. The rest of what happened yeah voiceover that had not been in the movie no uh, at all no there uh, until been the any ending other voiceover um, sloppy way to end this so then it cuts to four years later landon comes back to town he pays a visit to mandy's father peter mm-hmm. coyote who's um, a little like why are you here yeah they all he's both glad of them, to see him but it's like landon hasn't aged a fucking day peter coyote <laughs> looks like he's aged like 20 years uh, so he gives Peter Coyote back the book that uh, Mandy gave him, um, which belonged to his wife. Yeah. Uh, and he seemed to be shocked that this book even existed. Like, he didn't he didn't know about this at all, I think. What? Yeah, he's like, what is All this? the journals like, in there are like, my stupid husband. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait to die. So like, I hope <laughs> you do not read this, Peter. Do not this read not this. This is not for you. Oh, I hope her daughter dies quickly too, so he's alone forever. Oh my god! I think my husband is poisoning us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and then he he. Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, this is important. He walks on the boardwalk at the end as the sun is either setting or rising. Right. This is the voice. Yeah, you can't tell. Yeah, it's. And it looks like it's. Did you rising. notice? There's something weird under his shirt going on. Oh no! It looks like a mic pack or something, but it doesn't have any lines in this scene. But like, there's something rustling under the oh, front, really? like the front, like belly part his... of his shirt. Oh, the belly part. Oh, interesting. Like it, it's like it's at the belt line under the shirt, but like it, like as if they huh. put a mic pack or something in his pants, right. except that like he has no lines. Right. Right. And you would never put it in the front anyway. Right. 
Uh, uh, and, then and then we get the big song. Big song, big closer. Mandy Moore, Cry. Mm-hmm. Huge hit. Massive hit. And that's the end of the movie. And that's it. That's it. My God. So, okay. So. I should say, can I say just quickly? What? I, when I saw this movie, I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to. I hated it. The first time I saw this movie, I hated it. Wow. I've been holding this in and it just, I made fun of it the whole time. And it actually on second watch was better. Wow. Than I remember it being. Holy but shit. Yeah. But it, I mean, I'm not saying I thought it was a good movie, but like. I really, really hated it the first time around because I just thought it was manipulative, and I thought like that first scene really, no, I think, threw me off. And like, yeah, and it is, and it's just like, and some of the lines are really clunky, like the whole thing, like I have leukemia, and like right. don't fall in love with me, and like, right, you know, a lot of that stuff's just not. It's it's a level dialogue that could have been a little more B level, <laughs> you know. But I have come around to seeing a lot of positives in this movie. I see how people could enjoy it as a romantic comedy. I'm a big romantic comedy fan, but I like the funny ones. Like I said, I'm not a big sad one, sad, sad one person. Yeah. Except for Love Actually, which is the best movie ever made and everyone knows it. No comments. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, so I have some trivia, some extra trivia. Um, we could go through some of this stuff. I already mentioned Shane West bought the car that he drove in this for $5,000 after production. Incredible. Um, the movie was filmed in 39 days, despite the fact that Mandy Moore could only work 10 hours a day because she was a minor. Hmm. Um, so the movie soundtrack includes music from the band Switchfoot, who at the time were really only recognized in their native San Diego and contemporary Christian music scenes. Hmm. Mandy Moore was a huge fan of the band and had a great deal of influence what? in their participation on the film. When they were approached to do the film, however, the numbers the members really had no idea who Moore was and were not familiar with her music, despite her status as a pop star with several hits on the charts. Once they came on board, they contributed four existing tracks to the soundtrack. In addition, lead singer John Foreman recorded a, he recorded a duet with Mandy Moore, Someday We'll Know. Moore also sings on a version of the Switchfoot song Only Hope during the play in the film. That's a Switchfoot song? I guess so, yeah. Holy oh, shit. my God. Switchfoot, baby. All that explains why I what I wrote down to describe it was early aughts Christian pop rock, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. There it is. Um, so when Jamie gives Landon her mother's book, she says, don't worry, it's not a Bible. In the novel, Jamie does give him her mother's Bible, which was her favorite, with her favorite passages underlined. Mm. Mm. So it's more Christian in the book. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. The movie was shot in North Carolina. Many of the sets from the TV show Dawson's Creek, uh, the school, hospital, and Landon's home were used in the film. Um, The pictures of Jamie on the mantle of the fireplace are real pictures of Mandy Moore when she was a little girl. Um, The inspiration for Jamie Sullivan's character and some of the events are Nicholas Sparks' sister, Danielle Sparks. Uh, Filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina, at the same exact time as Divine, Se- Divine Secrets 
of the, the Yaya, Yaya Sisterhood. Sisterhood. Oh, yep. I haven't so, watched that movie in a long time. I'd actually love to rewatch that. For Jamie Sullivan, they considered Jessica Simpson hmm. for the role. I uh, think they made the right choice. Director trademark, Jamie Sings See? at the high school production. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's the director trademark. That's one of them. Uh, director cameo, the nurse pushing Jamie out of the hospital room when she is discharged oh my God. Is for the hospital for private home care. I there he is. Notice. I really love Adam Shankman. I feel like maybe I haven't drilled this home enough. I really <laughs> love him. Um, and then one other director trademark. This is my favorite. Ca- a character mm-hmm. in this movie, Landon, does community service for getting into trouble. So that's the director trademark is that his he always has a character doing Where's community this from? <laughs> Is this IMDb? Doing community service. That's definitely for getting not into in trouble. 13 out of 33 people found other, this interesting. But and now 14. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Cuz like I don't think that happens in The Wedding Planner or in Hairspray, which are two of the biggest other movies he's done. But does anybody get into trouble? There's not a lot of trouble in those movies. There's so much trouble in those movies. Those movies are all about getting into trouble and then know. getting back out of it. Director trademark. With love. Trouble with high school. Director trademark. Trouble with being on a TV series in the 60s that won't integrate. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie premiered January 25th, 2002, and it made on a budget of $11 million. Opening weekend made. Over twelve million grossed forty-one million oh, total shit. in the that's, U.S. Oh, that's the opening weekend, but uh, made back its money and then some in the opening weekend. Yes, twelve that million is one. I can't believe it was only an eleven million dollar film. That's very cheap. But yeah, I guess yeah. when you're using Dawson's Creek, yeah, when you're working sets, in Filmington, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm tough. Nope. Oh, I gotta go. Uh, so, Emily, what do we want to give this? Out of five, what? Out of five, do All we right. want to give ex- exasperated uh, shoulder slumps of, from Peter Coyote? Uh, 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 five Peter Coyote uh, lazy eyes. Five uh, Peter Coyote lazy eyes. Out of five, um, out of five sensible Fords. Five sensible Fords. Uh, out of five old school lamps. Out of five bong telescopes. Out of five buses filled with tutors. Buses filled with tutors. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> out of five buses filled with tutors what do you think uh i'm giving this a three buses filled with three and a half buses filled three with tutors yes i didn't hate this movie i get why it's popular um i had never seen this movie before i didn't really know i yeah. guess if i really came into this super cold and if i had watched this when this came out i probably would have really enjoyed it and I think I'm going to go with three and a half, too. Three and a half? Yeah, I wow. think that's right. Seven out of ten, three and a half out of five. Seven out of ten buses filled with tutors. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think it's just fair. Because I think when I think about the grand context of the world, are there things that are wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... Do we feel bad for Clay in a wheelchair for the rest of the Oh, legs? yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yes, we do. Maybe I'll bump it down to a three, so it's a six and a half. Because here's the thing. The lip syncing kills me. The the way that they did mm. the pre-recording of her singing and then her lip syncing. Right. I think that's where it loses me. Right. I'm bumping it down. Three. Wow. Three out of five. I, this might be the first time in all of these reviews that 
I'm giving it a higher score than you. Yeah. All right. So six and a half out of ten. Six and a half buses filled with tutors. Wow. One of those buses was the speed bus, and it got cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a walk to remember. And that's a walk to remember. All right. A pod to remember. A, a walk to repodtourage. A pod to rewalk. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um so please uh subscribe rate review us five stars give it that like give we it will. that subscribe give it that five stars yes. say you like us please god say you like us jesus christ if you're us. still listening jesus take christ. the time review it i love i love you thank you for being here we need you we need you to give this five stars just and right. a this nice review good. this is fine you this don't need to say anything yeah this is adequate would be fine yeah because we see people download this. Well, I know just you're listening. Write, just write a review. Say just anything like, nice. Hey, what's we'll up? say nice things about you. Email us your name at podtouragepod at gmail.com yeah. and we will say nice things about you on the podcast. Yeah, we will. If you will say nice things about us on iTunes. Yes. Um, so that was a walk to remember. And so we might do another one, another movie coming up. Yeah. Uh, not sure what. You know, we might be doing Hobbs and Shaw. For no particular oh, yeah. reason. Whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Maybe, por que no los dos, as they say on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so keep being subscribed. Uh, you know, if keep you love Entourage, keep. you're going to love when we do Hobbs and Shaw. Which, <laughs> my God, I can't wait. I can't wait to see that movie. Ah! Um, <laughs> we always like to end our A Walk to Remember episodes by saying... Um, Amen. <laughs> so, Emily. Can you get an amen? Can you get an amen? Uh, and listeners at home, if you want to say it with us. Feel free. Feel free. Amen. amen. <laughs>